brought to you by... For the last decade, millions of visitors seeking top ranking have visited their site. When it comes to the internet marketing expertise, one name clearly stands above the rest. Bruce Clay Incorporated. With a flexible, time-tested, and spam-free process to SEO and PPC, Bruce Clay has become the number one choice for companies of all kinds seeking to improve their search engine ranking, utilize their latest tools, training, consulting, and services. Let Bruce Clay create a tailored solution to meet your internet marketing needs today. Bruce Clay Incorporated. Wow. I never saw anyone fish with such a wide net before. Oh, really? I don't like fishing with a pole. Can't catch the big ones fast enough. No kidding. You've got a bunch. Yeah, I know. This wide net gives me great distribution and reach. Really? How's it work? Well, fish like to move around to various parts of the lake, so by casting a wide net, I gather fish from everywhere they congregate. Wow, that's pretty smart. Thanks. Wide nets work. And they make you look smart. If you're looking to cast a wider net and fish where the fish are, Look Smart Advertising Solutions can help. Go to signup.looksmart.com to learn more. Playing the fastest game in town? Welcome to the Daily Searchcast. Featuring search engine analyst Danny Sullivan. Keeping you up to speed and ahead of the game on what's happening in the search engine marketing arena. Each day, join us for a recap of the prior days happening in your world. The Daily Searchcast makes sense of industry stories and sharing off-the-cuff remarks about what happened and what may come. Guest hosts give you a closer look and keep things rolling along with questions. So tune in and keep informed on the latest from Google, MS and search ask and other search engines join us now for this edition of Searchcast. here's your hosts hi and welcome to monday the 5th of march my name is david naylor this is danny sullivan and this is your daily Searchcast. how good was that danny that was excellent dave that was so good it was very professional oh, yeah. we're totally Can I just say that i'm blind in both eyes and deaf in one ear at the moment from flying with a cold so bear with me really wow yeah don't do it, dude. Seriously. I, I you know, but, you know, if I've got to go, I've got to go. I'm sorry. Yeah, that was the same as me. I, I had to fly, and it was like, there's nothing I could do, and I flew SAS. And I must admit, the SAS are like uh, kamikaze pilots. You know what I mean? They're like, the flight at 30,000 feet go, oh, there's a runway down there, and then just drop like a stone, and my ear went bang, and I felt like I was underwater, and my sinuses have all filled up, and I can't see anything properly or hear anything, so awesome times ahead. Well, I'm sorry to hear that, Dave. I hope you'll feel better. I'm sure today's show will enlighten your (laughs) eyes and clear your ears and uh, do something. I'm in in a bad mood, Dave. (laughs) In a bad, bad mood. (sighs) Where should we begin? What story should we begin with, Dave? What do you think? What is it? Cloaking. Cloaking. Let's do cloaking. Because we haven't talked about cloaking recently. We haven't talked about it in 2003. haven't talked about it in 2004. haven't talked about it in 2005, 2006. Let's talk about it in 2007. So, Matt got over Google, does this post today. It's like, you know, quiet little title. Um, a quick word about cloaking, which now has like 130 comments, so it wasn't so quick. <laughs> and basically, Brett over at Webmaster World has, has for over a year come under fire of, aren't you cloaking the search engines? Because sometimes you do a search on Google or other search engines. You see a listing for Webmaster World. You click on the listing to try to go read the page that was there, and you get this registration page. And it's like, sorry, you've got to register to read this. 
And and other people also are concerned that not only do you get the registration page, but it makes it look like you've got to buy a paid membership for when a lot of times you don't have to buy a paid membership. You could actually just register for free, but it's all, all very carefully designed to kind of, you know, seem like, to me, like, you know, to kind of get you to sign up if you're not yeah. maybe looking so closely. So um, certainly Matt, a year ago, had to do a whole special post explaining how to register on Webmaster World when he would point people over there because people would be like, do I have to pay for this content? So we're not crazy. It's just it's us that kind of thinks that, I don't think. Anyways, Philip Lenson over Google Blogoscope has just been banging the drum since November, like, why is Webmaster World allowed to cloak? Why is Webmaster World allowed to cloak? Why is Webmaster World allowed to cloak? So Matt's finally like, all right, um, Philip and I have been talking, and Philip had done these sorts of things saying these different posts about why they're allowed to cloak. I've been looking into it. I've clicked on, like, a top link, and it looks like I it looks like Brett's kind of been told maybe you need to make some certain kinds of changes to help improve the user experience and not be in a way that people might think is cloaking. And it looks all right, but now there's some more recent concerns, so um, I'm going to get down to the heart of it here. I consider the issue in a much better state now that most all of Google searchers will get to the identical page that Googlebot saw, but I still consider Phillips February Pwned open for investigation. I'll get to them all. So Matt's saying, yeah, I'm getting to it. I will check it out, and if it really is cloaking going on, I don't know. I'll do another post. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not cloaking, though, is it? I mean, No, it's not, because according to Doug Heil, who is the world's expert authority on cloaking over at I Help You, <laughs> Doug and I, going at it over the years, you know, this is. You ego- both have the same team now, dude. What we're happened? totally there. We're like friends. We're like, you know, we're we're there. Doug and I, we're like booze and buddies. Except that, you know, we probably don't really like each other anyway. But still, back in the middle of last year, the whole issue came up about we had that article at Search Engine Watch, New York Times, Marshall's talking about. Well, we get these listings to get showing up, and um, we show the spider maybe one thing, and then if you click through and register, you can read that. Otherwise, you get an abstract page, and you get told you have to register. And I was like, yeah, here's another example of Google allowing cloaking. You know, and they do allow cloaking, and they do have actually even approved cloaking. And they've been doing that with, like, Google Scholar, where people can feed in content that the spider sees, but a human being doesn't get to see it unless they pay. And then the big, huge argument erupted, and it was like, but if you ultimately can see the same page the spider saw, then it shouldn't be cloaking, even if you have to pay and register. And I threw my hands up, and I said, all right, you must be right. I agree with you, Doug. I agree with everybody. If ultimately you can get to the same page that the search engine spider saw, regardless of whether or not you had to pay to get there or not, I'll go with that not being cloaking, and now everybody might as well go run out and buy some IP detection software. And all those people who've been poking at people who've been cloaking in the first place, sometimes for these exact same types of situations, poking at them saying, oh, well, you're showing somebody something different than the spider saying, well, well, now I guess we have a legitimate reason to be using that. And apparently it's perfectly fine. Which, of course, is not what Google thinks at all. Google doesn't want people doing that unless like, they've actually got a relationship established for people to do that, which is the whole point of Matt's post. No matter what Doug and I might be thinking, Matt's basically saying, that is not the user experience we want to have happen. Basically, we would see that as cloaking. Basically, you shouldn't be doing it. But we can buckle our seatbelts and all sit tight because now the issue is out there, and it certainly isn't a quiet word or a quick word about cloaking. It's going to devolve into being, you know, an official post, no doubt, on Google Webmaster Central once they kind of figure out what's going to happen. Brett, by the way, says, look, you know, 
depending on the alignment of the planets and the um, perpendicular protractorness of the day of the week and whether the wind is blowing from the west on a good moon, um, that might happen occasionally still. But we got to do it because we get hit by all these bots, and they really, they're really no. bad bots. And everybody else seems to be able to not have the bot problem except for Webmaster World. I know bat, there's bot problems, but, you know, it's like not like the New York Times has been doing this because they've been trying to fight the bots. They've been doing it because, you know, they want people to register. So anyway. I mean, I, I thought that Brett should have come out with it. I can neither confirm nor deny the existence of a cloaking engine at Webmaster World. And that would have been fine. Might have been, yeah. I see where you're coming from, because that's the line I've used for many, many years. We're yeah. good to go. <laughs> so anyways, we'll see where it comes. It would be nice if Google would finally... Well, I said two things, which... and then I'm like, So then I'm like, I can't believe we're doing this, and I can't believe I'm going to have to go back and write another article about cloaking. And so, you know, I sit down and did the usual, here, let me quote myself a hundred million times from everything I've been saying over the years. I'm like going, so... I've always been saying, could we just stop having the focus on whether or not cloaking is bad, right? We, we outlaw techniques like cloaking because they're often associated with bad intent. I'm going to cloak cruddy content and mislead people. That's, but there's cases, there's absolutely cases I know and I've seen where the search engines have actually had real honest-to-goodness cloaking happen, where they know someone is delivering the spider something that is different than the user's seeing. Say in the case of the page is all made out of Flash, and, you know, the developer just said, well, I'm going to put in 25 words that describe what the page is about, and the search engine has clearly seen that and said, yeah, you know, technically that's cloaking, but... You know, no one's no one's getting shot here. This isn't a bad thing, and you're not really manipulating our algorithm by doing it. So we're not going to ban you just because technically you're cloaking. But no, we have to go through this every time where we got to go. Well, oh my, oh my goodness, that word is like one, you know, shade off of being invisible text. Therefore, even though it's in a reverse bar and it's totally visible, it's you know, kind of invisible. And oh, so. So my one thing is, first of all, can't we just make it not cloaking is bad, but cloaking, if it's not approved by the search engine, might get you banned. So that there's this idea that, you know, whatever you want to define cloaking as, because that's the other thing we go through, of course, then, Dave, too, is, well, is it cloaking if I see the same page and it's different than the spiders? Well, is it cloaking if I go to the U.K. version of Google, but the Google itself is spidering the non-U.K. version of it? And is it cloaking if, you know, on this day of the week, I, but you know. Yeah, you know. I can't. I can't say who said this to me. Okay, but we had a slight issue that for all English-speaking languages, we redirected all that traffic, yeah, to a disclaimer page. Okay, this is for a, a website. Okay, was <laughs> for a website. Huh, how techy am I? The problem was was that all the real content, yeah, was on a different domain name. Okay, but right. the search engines hit it because it, they came from English-speaking countries. They were thrown to the disclaimer. Yeah, I was told you most probably better sniffing the IP address of the search engines and letting them just take that content, and then everyone's happy, happy, happy. Okay, so you want me to cloak it? Well, we can't say that, but most probably that would be a good <laughs> idea. Now I can't say which engine said that or which person in that engine said that. But an engine did say it to me, and that's what we're doing. And that's and see, that's that's the real problem I have with Doug is that he can't get his head around the idea that cloaking equals spam. Well, no, he can't get his head around that. It's like cloaking is spam, 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 spam. Yeah. I'm yeah. telling you, cloaking is spam. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> except that, 
I don't know what he's going to do. You know, I, I pray. Could you please, just as a as an early gift for me, please, just come on, come on, come on, Google, go in there and say, you know what? Over the years, we've thought about cloaking. We've decided to say that cloaking is not bad unless we uh, say it's bad. And in some yeah. cases, it might happen, and it's all right. Because then I would just love it. I'd be like, well, apparently, cloaking is a bad. So then. So, <laughs> See, I mean, the, the problem is, isn't it? It's like it's the word cloaking. Right. You know what I mean? It's it's a bit like, you know what I mean? It's like the word murder is so bad. You know what I mean? Yeah, because well, there's an intent there. You know what I mean? If you kill someone and a soldier, yeah, that's not murder. You're just doing your job. Unless, obviously, you're in the fish and chip shop and someone's in the queue and you shoot them dead. Then, obviously, that is murder and that is wrong. Um, but oh, it's, no. it's the... It, my God, a bit of a don't there. make cloaking into murder, Dave. <laughs> I'm moving it along. It's just such a strong <laughs> word, you know what I mean? It's like I know, like, I know, I know, and I'm moving us along. It is, it is, it is. So anyway, <sighs> that's my yeah, sigh, sigh, sigh. Yeah, Got to live with it. All right. Hey, never agree way, with Doug again. What? Never agree know. with Doug Heil again. No, no, I'm totally with him. I'm going to agree with everything he says from now on. Everything yeah. except okay. probably not everything. So, um, by the way, speaking of uh, search forums, Digital Point, three years old yesterday. So, happy birthday, Yay. Digital Point. Way to go. Yeah. Congrats out there, Sean and gang. Good job. I'm one um, of the moderators there. You know that, don't you? What's that? I'm one of the moderators at Digital Point. Are you? Point. Well, you know, you can moderate anything these days. Yeah, I'm a moderator of Search Engine Watch. I'm a moderator of Webmaster World. I think well, when you start blogging these days, they automatically they automatically issue a moderator account at most search forums. No, I tell you what, Digital Point at the last count I think had six moderators and one admin. Really? Six? Really? They are uh, seriously. I joined the team because I kind of I like Sean. Um, I just moderate a, a tiny little piece of their their web presence, but they've got maybe like four or five super moderators that cover everything and it's like seriously i have never and i'm no disrespect to brett or to ellie you know what i mean i've never seen a, a forum yeah run the way that digital point is it is absolutely rocking um cool. and you know i'm not saying that for any other reason i'm not dissing the other ones but that sean's done a lot of coding behind it to make the moderator's job very very easy cool. um and it is, it's unbelievable. When he, when he said, I thought it was going to be like 30 or 40 moderators, and when he told me how many it was, I was like, eh, no way. And he, I became a moderator, and I'm like, yay way. Well, <laughs> unbelievable. Best, best birthday wishes as they go on into the fourth. Now, <laughs> Dave, yeah. you are a stirrer. Me? Which, of course, people outside the U.K. have no idea what that means. It means you stir things up. You cause trouble. Yeah. You're a troublemaker. So you post out on your blog in your typical Dave Naylor, nobody quite understands what on earth you're saying. <laughs> <There's> little, <laughs> what what did you say about what? You're like, what happened to Search Engine Watch? Who killed SEW? Who killed SEW? You just like, post like, the query. And, well. and the query is like, psychoonsearchenginewatch.com. And when you do that search, and you can still see this today, you get results one of one of about 260. And the site has thousands of pages. So it's like, where'd all the pages go? Oh, you know you gave Elizabeth a headache because now she's got to run around and say, well, it's not our fault. And it's not their fault. So, uh, well, no, I said it was, I said, who killed it? I never said that SCWs killed it themselves. No, I know, but, yeah, you know, the, the anyway. Answer was someone should have just posted in there, Google did it. 
End of story. Well, it, well, that's, well, that's the answer that came along. So what happened was, I've seen this sort of thing happen to search engine land. You know, I did this post long, not too long ago where I would do this search, and um, I only got five pages back from the site. And I'm like, what, what's the deal? I only five pages? And it turned out that all our meta description tags were the same. And then I learned that, you know, we fixed that. But then I learned that Google, when they start, it's just really, really confusing. When Google tries to talk about duplicate content, there's two different kinds of duplicate content, actually. There's duplicate content for how they're going to display pages. So they're, like, looking at just, like, how would I summarize this page? What kind of snippet would I use? And if I would use the same snippet over and over again, that's a duplicate page for how I would list them on the site. In, in a search result, so I won't maybe list all of those. And then there's duplicate content like all these pages are the same thing, so I'll get rid of like all of them and only use one. That one's really bad because if you had a lot of content that was unique and very different and they thought it was duplicate content for ranking purposes, you'd see a traffic plunge. But the, well, we just did a site colon search and all your descriptions seem to be the same, so we're only going to show one listing. That's not a bad thing really, because it's not going to cost you any traffic. And in fact, Search Engine Watch, as it turns out, this seems to be a bug related to what Google's doing on the display side of things. They put up a postscript over at Webmaster Central uh, explaining that <laughs> it's beautiful. It's like <laughs> the post is using the site colon command, right? And it's like, well, you know, we've done these, and down at the bottom, it's like, oh, and by the way, we've got a bug. <laughs> we didn't really want to tell you about it. But Dave Naylor made a big stink about it. <laughs> uh, this is not Vanessa's department again, though, is it? But no, she blogged it, too, there. So she's learning from the master, clearly, from Matt. Like, you know, okay, well, just, you know, say we're having, say you're going to do a quick word on the site colon command and don't mention everything's broken until the end. <laughs> So, so anyway, so yeah, there's a bug, and if all your pages seem to have disappeared, and in particular if you do a site colon search for your site and you get back that you get this, ma a lot of people are getting the magic number 260, um, that may indicate that there's this display error, and hang in there, and it'll get sorted out. And, and as I pointed out, it's not like Search Engine Watch was starting to report a big, huge traffic plunge. In fact, Elizabeth is coming in the comments, and she's saying, not only are we getting traffic, we're getting more traffic than ever before! <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going, really? Oh, well, I guess I wasn't doing anything there. So anyway, um, <laughs> go check it out. <laughs> she didn't say it like that. So you can go check it out, and you can, um, you know, don't worry. Don't panic. It's just a display thing. It's a Google thing, and they will get it fixed. They've promised to get it fixed. All right, Dave, 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 don't you ever lose your sense of humor. A couple more things. We're going to take a little break. Hang in there, Eddie. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> so, you know, the whole personalized search thing's coming along, and everybody's kind of freaking out, and they're going, oh, my God, there's personalized search results on Google. What are we going to do? What are we going to do? with oh, oh, no, SEO is dead. So, um, anyway, so Gord Hotchkiss sits down with Matt Cutts, Matt, of whom we've spoken already, and he's like, Matt, dude, what's going on? With this whole personalized search, is that it? Is it all over for SEO? And Matt's like, no. He says it's going to be harder. He says, you know, I think it's going to be. Uh, you're going to have to. You're going to have to probably focus on content even more. Um, you know, you might not be able to do some of the tricks as much as all the search results become individualized for different people. But he's like, no, I don't think it's all over. I don't think this is the nail in the coffin. In fact, that's exactly what he says. I wouldn't say it's necessarily the nail in the coffin, but it is clearly a call to action where there's a fork in the road and people can think hard about whether they're optimizing for users or whether they're optimizing primarily for search engines. 
So the other thing I thought, and there's lots and lots of stuff, so it's a good read. You want to check it all out. I would throw these URLs in the chat room, but once again, I can't get in the chat room, and then Eddie's been trying to tell me how to get into the chat room through Trillion, but Trillion absolutely does not have this option that's supposed to let me in, even though the basic version is supposed to have it, so I don't know. I'll figure it out down the line. But normally, if you're listening to the show live, as you can, as explained, at dailysearchcast.com, it's all explained over there, then you can make comments, or I'll drop links along the way. But if you're listening to it on podcast format, dailysearchcast.com, find today's episode, and you will um, see the, um, the links that are out there. Oh, and by the way, we did do a show last um, Thursday, and it um, died. So uh, you know, if you listened live, you, you heard a precious, precious bit of history that will never be heard again. So it's the other thing that Matt went into is he gets down at the bottom, and, and he's like sewing. I love it, Gordsling. By the way, not really on personalization. Well, kind of, but is SEO rocket science? <laughs> And Matt's going, well, kind of. He says, I think there's still a place for the pure SEO consultant, but it's true that uh, those consultants over time will have to uh, keep adding to their skill set. He talks about things like Ajax and Flash that can make stuff complicated, and personalization will be more um, wrinkles to it. He thinks that there's some stuff you can go on overkill, but, yeah, he still sees a, a role for SEO. That was me sneezing. Sorry about that. I hope I covered the uh, phone. That was time. a weird sneeze. Well, I put my hand over the phone, Dave. If I had put and sneezed oh, okay. into the phone, it probably would have sounded more normal. But then again, you would have been like, thanks for the sneeze. Whoa, yeah. I mean, I just want to say on the chat thing, yeah, I've just tried to sign in through the web interface, and it's just come up with, like, can I join this channel? So those of you that are chatting, I think it's great, uh, although it's kind of sad you can't tell us anything, but... We'll, we'll we'll figure it out. We'll, we'll get, if you're we'll talking get on that. bad about me, I will find out and I will hunt you down. Okay, but you will point that out. You can't even see the chat. They're no, in there mocking you right me. now. Hey, they're going like, hey, TCO said this about you in the chat room. And they're they're going okay. like, we don't even understand what he is saying. What is that <laughs> accent from <laughs> anyway? That's no English accent we ever heard in Austin Powers, and that's because Austin Powers was not from the north of England. Wasn't he? Of course he wasn't. He's from Canada, you know, Mike Myers. <laughs> All right. Come on. A couple of things. Link Week today, Eric Ward talks about uh, link building, what, how personalized search is going to impact things. And basically the reminder that a lot more people are saying these days, one of the things Google uses for figuring out personalized search is how people are bookmarking things using, <gasps> say it, Google bookmarks. So, you know, if you're not putting Google bookmarks crud all over your pages to get yourself bookmarked, you might be missing out on getting out there in the future. Which leads me to the other crud. Hmm, hmm. Break a break now or rant? Rant, break, break, rant. Let's do the rant. Let's do the rant. Let's do the break. We'll come back to the rant, and I will, like, go off on dig. Okay? Eddie, do it. Pay some bills. We'll be back after this short break. Stay tuned. For the last decade, millions of visitors seeking top ranking have visited their site. When it comes to the internet marketing expertise, one name clearly stands above the rest. Bruce Clay Incorporated. With a flexible, time-tested, and spam-free process to SEO and PPC, Bruce Clay has become the number one choice for companies of all kinds seeking to improve their search engine ranking, utilize their latest tools, training, consulting, and services. Let Bruce Clay create a tailored solution to meet your internet marketing needs today. Bruce Clay Incorporated. Wow. I never saw anyone fish with such a wide net before. Oh, really? I don't like fishing with a pole. 
Can't catch the big ones fast enough. No kidding. You've got a bunch. Yeah, I know. This wide net gives me great distribution and reach. Really? How's it work? Well, fish like to move around to various parts of the lake, so by casting a wide net, I Let's gather fish from everywhere they congregate. Wow, that's pretty smart. Thanks. Wide nets work. And they make you look smart. If you're looking to cast a wider net and fish where the fish are, Look Smart Advertising Solutions can help. Go to signup.looksmart.com to learn more. Just getting your feet wet on the internet? Then dive into our stream. Webmasterradio.fm. We're the coolest place around. Webmasterradio.fm. We're everywhere. Commercials off. Now back to the Daily Search Cast. Here's your host, search engine analyst Danny Sullivan. Hi, and welcome back. I hope. We're here. We are so back, and we're so going to rant. So, you know, there was a whole thing last week on Dig and the Berry Brigade and the idea that there's a group of people that might be going out there and just bearing any kind of stories that they just don't think really make sense to be on Dig or they don't like or going with it from there. And there were ways to kind of glimpse at some of the bearing activity. And whether there was a Berry Brigade or not or whatever, that whole thing just got me going where I've been irritated that you just can't tell what's been buried over at Dig before. For those that aren't familiar, you might have a story that gets onto Dig and actually it start, might start rising in popularity, and then suddenly it could even go onto the popular page where you're starting to get people coming in and checking it out, and then it disappears. Just like disappears for no apparent reason, can't figure out what's going on, it's been buried. Why did it get buried? Because maybe you had 100 people who dug it, and like one person who's super powerful went in and said, nah, I don't like it. So I went through this like two weeks ago, I think it was, where I saw one of our stories get buried, and it was like buried, and you, you can't tell who buried it, nor can you tell the reasons why they may have buried it, although some of the reasons can be like spam. They'll just say it's spam, or they'll say it's a duplicate story or inaccurate, or, okay, this is lame. So, um, you know, there are the choices that you can make. And one of the things I pointed out before the whole Berry Brigade stuff came up was that I just disliked the fact that I could tell from some of the comments that people were reporting stuff, say, from our search engine land as spam just because they didn't like the story being about SEO. It'd be like... That doesn't mean it's spam. Spam means, like, I'm trying to do something to manipulate dig. The fact you don't like a story, well, bury it by calling it lame. Call it inaccurate if you want, but don't call it spam. It's like calling somebody a criminal if they haven't done anything wrong. So berries have been on my mind kind of irritating. This whole berry brigade comes along, and I, I went back and I revisited some of the accusations just briefly to say, you know, there's this whole thing that's been going on with, with is Dig having to change their berry process. Kevin Rose, founder of Dig, comes in and he blogs this thing saying, well, you know, we, we got this algorithm and it's hot and it's great and it kicks ass, except, you know, not with quite all those kinds of words. But he's basically saying, we don't disclose certain things because, you know, if we disclose certain things that just might kind of help people things think we don't want them to do. He says, like, he says stuff that you've heard from Google before, right, Dave? Like, well, we'd like to tell you what links you have, but if we told you what links we have, you'd try to manipulate us and that sort of stuff. And, you know. and then he's like saying, well, there's this alleged Barry Brigade, but it's not so alleged. You know, he's not, you know, we, um, he's like implying that it's not out there, but the data that people are gathering about it wasn't inaccurate, as even the people who said that they were spying on the dig activity was inaccurate. I'm like, well, if you would just publish who's doing the berries, we would know it. We wouldn't be sitting around thinking whether or not it's an alleged thing or not. We could know exactly what's happening. And then what really, 
really ticks me off and gets me into the ranting is earlier in the week I wrote about the way you could monitor some of the bearing activity, and I revisited some of these concerns about bearing. And every single story since the search engine land, regardless of what it's about, gets buried on dig. Every single story. So my article when I wrote this on Friday was like, I don't know about the alleged Barry brigades that are out there, but I know that there's at least a brigade of one person, if not several, that are simply monitoring any site, any story from our site that goes over to dig and flags it out there, which is kind of sucky in a lot of ways. I mean, first of all, it basically makes you invisible on dig. Oh, my goodness, but I'm invisible on dig. It's like, that's like not even being seen in social media. It kind of sounds like Google, right? I'm not in Google. Now I'm invisible. Well, you know, screw it. If I'm invisible on dig, I don't care. It's like... I will find and can get traffic from other places, so I'm not really that worried about that. I just think it's, like, sucky for dig. It's like, okay, let me see if I'm clear here now. I got, like, the second most popular podcast in the business category on dig, yet every single story I write has to be, like, buried. That doesn't seem to make a whole lot of sense. Oh, and by the way, the whole podcast thing, everybody's been voting. Thank you for all your votes. Someday, I'll try to figure out why Dig is only reporting 119 of them when I can actually see that you have 184 if I go and look at things in another way. I'll figure that out. But feel free to keep digging because apparently the podcast isn't buried, um, maybe because there's no bury option for that. But this is going on and on. And then I've gotten to a long, long discussion because the story I wrote about being, the buried, being buried on Dig made Dig. It has 100 digs right now, but it's buried, of course. And the first guy who goes in there and digs it, um, who buries it, he says, I'm burying this because I just hate all the stories about Barry Brigade, and I'm reporting it as spam. And I'm like, dude, it wasn't spam, and you're just proving the whole point I'm trying to make. And then I was so ticked off about it, I wrote to, to abuse a dig, and I said, so this guy's like self-admitting that he's totally used the wrong feature for, for burying a story. Shouldn't you do something about it? And Dig's reaction was to delete his comment about doing it. <laughs> it wipes out an entire thread of discussion on this page. Not, oh, dude, don't do that. It's like, oh, yeah, um, one of our, our high-ranked people has said something that he shouldn't be doing, so let's go ahead and censor it for him since he can't go do it himself. <laughs> I get a note back, this matter's been taken care of. I'm like, this is laughable. You, people say stuff about Google and how they operate and they're not transparent, and, and Google doesn't even try to claim the transparency and democracy stuff to the degree that Dig tries to do it. I'm just laughing. So anyways, sent a message over to the PR firm. Dudes, let's talk about bearing. Try to explain to me what's going on. Maybe you can explain to me why every site story from the site's getting buried, going with it from there. Oh, I fully expect that they'll respond. Well, normally I hear from their PR agency anytime they want me to write about Dig on something positive. We'll see if they um, you know, are ready to step up to the plate on the other things going with it from there. Anyways, check out the story. Check out the comments. I've been out there trying to talk to people. The, the one guy who's out there just drives me crazy. He's like, you, but you've linked to these inaccurate stories. I'm like, I didn't write about that topic, and I didn't say that they were accurate. But you linked to them. Well, Kevin Rose linked to them, dude. What do you want me to do? So, anyway, moving along. <laughs> Bang my head against the wall. You know what you should do? Yeah? Do like what? we do. Just pay the diggers, and they just do it for you. Well, that and wouldn't happen. You know even, what? If gonna, even if I were going to do it. Bury stories than it is to actually pay them to dig the stories? No, no. Even if I were to go do that now, it wouldn't work because there's clearly somebody who is just sitting there or maybe several people who are looking for any kind of submissions that come in from search engine land and just burying them immediately. And they're powerful enough to do that. And I, I can't see who they are. The story that I had about being buried on dig was buried 13 minutes at least 
probably even less than that after it hit Dig. At this point, then you also think, so why am I carrying these links over to Dig? And, you know, probably I will drop them if this continues because it's like, what's the point? Why, why, why should I send stuff over there? But, you know, anyway, we'll see how they go. Maybe you All should right. send them to Netscape, and then Netscape can be the oh. new dig. Well, no, Netscape over there, I might very well shift it over to Netscape. I may shift it over to some place where, you know, basically, first of all, you're basically not effectively banned, right? And that was the other thing that Dig went on about, like, well, they used to ban sites, and then they're like, well, now we're not banning them anymore. No, you don't have to ban them. You can just get, like, you know, all your cronies to go in there and let it do it for you, and they can hide behind, like, it's as if people on Google could just start banning other sites, you know, without Google having any control over it. But in the end... It's supposed to be the democracy of dig, and if the dig people decide they don't want my stuff, don't want to hear about it, that's fine. You know, they, it's to me, it's their loss. But I don't really feel like the democracy of digs getting the vote on that. I feel like one or two people is basically making that decision for everybody on dig. So suck it. Anyway, um, other things going along. Wait, no, lost. Oh no, wait. So, Google, testing yellow background colors on AdWords ads. Why? I don't know. You know, normally the AdWords are all, like, in blue? Yeah. Now now Jen's got a screenshot saying, I saw them in it, yellow. No, I saw them. I give the screenshot to Jen. Well, why didn't you give it to me? And then I would have put it on search engine oh, land. Huh? Because she's my partner in SEO days. Fine, fine, fine. No, 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 no. Next time I'll find one, I will send it to you. She was on IM, and I said, have you ever seen AdWords in yellow? That's why if you look at the actual screenshot, look at the terms. It's all UK terms, isn't it? I think I was searching for current account. Because I knew that Barclay Card was, or Barclays was Big Mouth Media's client. And oh, I knew right, that right. that was one of the keywords we were going for. So I thought, oh, I'll just check on this. They're doing the PPC <laughs> and it's no inorganic. So I thought that was kind of humorous. And <laughs> I noticed it was yellow. And I couldn't replicate it, so I just screenshotted it and sent it to her. But next time, I promise I will send it to you. Well, you know what's going to happen? If they, put it, if they do go with this, putting it in yellow, they're probably like testing what gets them more clicks. Right, because if maybe if we put it in yellow, more people will click in the ads and we'll make more money. And then I've if they seen do it that, as well, but I didn't screenshot that? it. I didn't want to say anything about that. What's that? that I've seen the, the box being red as well. Well, yeah, no, it's in the post, and some people have seen it in red. I'm sure we'll see it yeah. in all sorts of colors. I'm sure we'll see it. It'll be like a, a technicolor rainbow of colors until they figure out which one gives them 0.2% greater increase in click-through, which will translate into more money that they can spend on the X Prize. But I'll get back to that. So, yeah, <laughs> they'll, the, the color testing, all I know is when they finally settle on a color, then we'll have to watch Yahoo and, and Microsoft and ask, all decide, oh, well, if that's the color you're doing now, we'll, we'll do the color too. What Which, Yahoo by the way, makes you also wonder that, you know what? It's like a purpley color straight off the bat. No, but you know what? The other thing, too, though, Dave, is seriously, if Google really wants to be, no, we're not evil. We're really totally into it. It's like, don't just test the color because you're trying to figure out what's going to get you more clicks over there. Maybe you ought to figure out among the whole little search engine industry what the standard color ought to be if we're going to have colors going over ads. Because some people actually want to know them visually or they want some kind of standardization. I know they all say sponsored links. Anyway, yellow's coming. We're there. Hang in there. All right. Well, maybe it's red. Well, maybe it's purple. Maybe it's chartreuse. Orange, pink. Don't set me off on pink. I hate pink at the moment. Pink is the new red. Pink is the new brown. And brown is the new. Google, rising to be the uh, UK's second biggest ad earner. 
Apparently, the, uh, the, the leader in ad revenue in the U.K. is ITV, uh, which is the, the second television network. Uh, it probably would have been BBC, but the BBC can't take ads. So that makes ITV the second biggest, right? And that means that Google is um, going to be coming up on maybe overtaking that. Ad revenue for Google has uh, gone up 83%. They earned $1.6 billion in 2006, making them pass Channel 4. But who can't pass Channel 4? Oh, they got the big brother, right? And um, they are uh, just behind ITV at, well, they may actually surpass ITV because if ITV is expected to announce $1.47 billion, that would make Google the biggest ad thing in the UK. That's huge, Dave. Massive. Monstrous, it's massive. Like, you know, more ads going on Google UK than going on Google in, in the UK television. Like, wow. Be fearful, young television padwans. Be fearful. Google is coming for you. All right. We know that, though, don't we? I- what I don't understand, yeah, is that, uh, like, last week when I searched for just the word Vanessa, as in Vanessa Fox, <laughs> I got Google Blogspot, and now they've taken it away because I blogged about it. That's not very nice, is it? Well, no, what you happen? You lost all your Viagra links, right? You well, they a- deleted a couple of my pages, yeah. That wasn't very nice either. Wait, what did they delete off of you? Just from some of my blog posts. Oh, they just filtered them out because it was like, obviously, they looked into it and went, yeah, he is ranking for Bye Viagra and stuff like that. But that was, was like, oh, but you know what, nice. you, were, you were, and we've been through this before. You started ranking yeah. for Bye Viagra because... You, you linked to you, it. You, I linked to you for Search Engine Watch because you had done this thing where you're saying, why are these results on Google cruddy, right? Yeah. That was what the link was about. Therefore, it was actually an actually a real legitimate post even though it was written in, you know, Dave Naylor-esque, so people didn't quite understand it. But still, I, I, I linked to it from search engine you watch in our headlines, and that gave you enough oomph that you started ranking well for Buy Viagra, but you never loaded it, it down with it. But you didn't have Viagra ads all over it or anything like that. It was actually kind of fair commentary on it. But, of course, you know, now if we go over to Google, we go over to Yahoo UK, then it's Google that's ranking number, what, five for Buy Viagra? So yeah. I think Yahoo's actually going to ban Google. I hope so. That would be nice, wouldn't it, for spamming them? <laughs> we shall see. Hey, speaking of paid search, Search Marketing Now, you know, our sister site over there from Search Engine Land, we've got a yeah. uh, webinar happening this week. So just quick pitch, if you want to get up to speed on PPC, understand what it's all about, paid search, that sort of thing, Chris Sherman will take you by the virtual hand and lead you through at 1 p.m. Eastern. It's free, so you just register and you go with it from there and, and check it out. And speaking of which... there's a lot of things going on in March and April. Everybody's doing stuff. Everybody's doing stuff. So I'll just run down the list. March 7th, Oregon Search Fest. Just two days from now, the local group there doing a one-day conference on search marketing. We've got our online webinar. I mentioned it already. Jill Whalen, she's doing her uh, high rankings thing March 15th, 16th in Minneapolis. Jill has been running one of the longest-running, has one of the longest-running small group training events that now everybody is doing, Dave. Don't worry, I'll get back to you. Everybody's like, you know, what we got? You know, people want training. They want training, and they want training in small groups. They don't want, like, 1,000 people in a room. They want, like, 50 people in a room where you can touch and hold and feel and go to drink with. And, 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 and hug and bond. So, yeah, Jill's been doing that for some time. She's got it Minneapolis, March 15th, 16th. Bruce Clay, he's got small training. Next one picks up March 17th out in California. Uh, Australia, if you missed the Search Summit thing last month, well, Search Engine Room is coming down there March 20th to 21st. Two-day conference there, so you can get going at it down in Sydney. In London, 
you guys are doing your SEO days thing, right? This is your first small group training yeah. event, and that's going to run 20th to 21st, right? Yep. You and Jen put it together, yep. bringing in some speakers. You're already set. You're telling me you're already set. You've got people coming in with things with it from there. If you still need more stuff and you're over in the U.K. side, well, you can jump from the U.K. over to Ireland, Search Marketing World. Chris Sherman and I will be over there speaking and moderating at a one-day conference there. And just an aside, by the way, I like had people like, why didn't you ask me to speak at that show in Ireland that you're doing? It's like, because oh, it's, it's not my show. I'm like a speaker at the show. So just to clarify... Sometimes I actually speak at events that I don't actually organize. You know, I, I speak at things beyond shows that I actually operate or, or program and do that sort of stuff. So the Iowa show, we're totally like into it to going out there, but it, it's not our show to program. We didn't put it together. So that's yeah. just the kind of question. But like Chris does the um, Icelandic one, doesn't he, by Kristen? Yeah. He, he goes, goes out there, he does one. the Iceland show, and, which, which goes. Yeah. So I did do a blog post. You can, you can see... If you click through from this rundown I'm doing on search marketing events, there's a post I did on where am I speaking in 2007 and explains exactly where I'm speaking, what I'm doing for each of these sorts of things. Um, then we've got SEO class. This is um, Jeremy Shoemaker, Ray Hoffman, Todd Malicote, Greg Nyland, and Michael Gray doing oh, a small group training event. Everybody's doing small group training events. Their first one is going to be free in New York, March 23rd, and it's only for nonprofits. After that, like most of the training events, they become much more pricey if you're not a nonprofit. March 26th and 27th, Munich, SES Munich comes back out there. If you speak German, you'll be happy there. If you don't speak German, you're probably going to miss a lot of the stuff because most of it's done in German. Google's bringing their AdWords seminars to Detroit and Minneapolis, March 27th and 29th. And then, that's right, the big, huge, giant, whomping, huge, giant show, SES New York 2007, which I have programmed again. And uh, we got like, you know, over 70 sessions that will be happening and doing all sorts of stuff and going with it from there. But this also brings me back to that clarification. It's like, so now I've got people going, well, you're doing all the SESs, right? And I'm kind of like, oh, why weren't you speaking at SES London? It's like, because I don't have anything to do with SES London this year. Well, I'll see you in the Toronto show. It's like, no, you won't see me at the Toronto show. So I thought I was real clear on all this stuff, but just to, to, to kind of like make it very, very crystal clear, the New York show I'm programming at SES, like I normally have done, the San Jose show, Chris Sherman and I are programming that one together. The Chicago show, I'm turning up as a speaker and a moderator, I'm not programming it. All the other SES events, I don't have anything to do with them. So don't ask me about speaking at them. I don't know anything about them. You've got to go to the blog.searchingstrategies.com, and if there's news, they'll tell you about it out there. Most of my years being set up doing the stuff for my own company's shows now, which is uh, Search Marketing Expo. And... This isn't quite uh, May and April. This isn't March, April, but you know, I'll throw it out there anyways. June 4th and 5th, that's where our first one happens. That's the SMX Advanced, where we'll be talking about advanced search marketing conference stuff or advanced search uh, marketing topics. And then we have a local show, September 19th and 20th, and we announced a social media show from 16th to 17th, where, you know, maybe, maybe I'll be buried. <laughs> Maybe get a load of diggers turn up and just like beat you with sticks or something. Stop yeah, talking right. bad about us. You know what? The thing is, you, you, it's like grow up. People, I, I didn't actually talk bad about dig. I said like these are things dig ought to do that would make dig better, and those are perfectly fair things to be saying. And, and dig will make those things better down the line anyway, or they'll was, die. Either way, it's going to get resolved. All right. I mean, it was like, what was the, the thing you did on Google? The, the 12 things or the 10 things I hate about Google? 25. 25. 
25 things I hate about Google, and they were like, all, like, who is this guy? He knows nothing. You know, know. I mean, Google's, like, all-powerful. It's just, like, dig. And it's like, I had that one guy who, kids just don't realize, do you? It's like, I had that oh. one guy who was just adamant that I could fix all these things, and he's like, I'm going to bet you, I'm going to bet you I can come up with a solution to all this stuff, and I'm totally going to come up with a solution, and, and the bet is you'll have to come back here and grovel on your knees and say you're so sorry that you totally were wrong and that you did all this stuff, and I'm like, all right, dude, I'll take that bet. <laughs> Never heard yeah, from he, him again. Then did he change his nick on dig to no, I feel stupid anything. now? Same thing with this guy who in particular I've been going back and forth with on the dig berry thing. He's like, you're writing inaccurate stuff. You're doing it. I'm like, I didn't do any of that. And if you would read the uh, article, you would see that. If you could just actually read it rather than just kicking your knee up because you like saw something you didn't like. Yeah. But he wouldn't get it. And then like, finally in the end, I'm like, look, you know what? I'm... Send me your email. I'll be more than happy to talk to you. I'll be more than happy to write an article up just about you and your situation. Because he's upset because he's been falsely accused, he says, where some of the data came out. And, of course, he's not ticked off at Dig for not publishing the stuff publicly so everybody could know that he was falsely accused. He's ticked off at everybody else writing about it. He's not ticked off at Kevin Rose for saying, well, there are these alleged things. Kevin Rose knows whether or not they're true or not, right? It's not alleged for him. He knows absolutely if there's a Barry Brigade or not. He could have done his post and come in there and said, there is no Barry Brigade. We've analyzed all the data. It doesn't exist. That's not what he said. He says, well, you know, there's an alleged Barry Brigade, and, you know, we're just not going to say whether there's or not. You know, we'll just kind of leave it off at that, okay? <laughs> get ticked off at him. Don't get ticked off at me. But, I, you know, so then he's like, well, no, I don't want to talk about it anymore. Yeah, right, because that would be work. You'd actually have to talk to somebody. We'd, you know, we'd have to have a conversation. Let's just, yeah, rant at each other. All right, I got Dave, 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 you took me down on a ranting path. I didn't even mention everybody this was the extra long show because there was, like, a lot of stuff going on. I got to wrap things up, so we're going to go boom, 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 so I can go eat dinner. Google released their annual report. You can check out the Google subsidiaries in that. That's the most interesting thing people seem to have found. It's like, wow, they got a lot of companies. They got like over almost 100 subsidiary companies. Things you would have heard about, like JotSpot that they acquired or Caltech that they acquired. Things that you're like going, uh, you guys got where to? Oh, yeah, I remember that. Oh, there's YouTube. But Google Bermuda Limited, really? And Google Bermuda Unlimited? And what's the difference between Google Bermuda Limited and <laughs> Unlimited? <laughs> Google Japan, Google Poland, Nevenvision, we knew about that. Skydocs, GMBH, that's that weird um, German thing that Matt was pointing out on the show not too long ago. So lots and lots of companies that Google has that's out there. Then Gary was like, well, Google also is not the only one with the subsidiaries. Gary over at Resource Self, Amazon has subsidiaries, IAC does, Microsoft has them. Here's a bunch of stuff you can get from that as well. So if you want to check out the little companies that are part of the bigger companies, you can do that. Terry Semmel has done such a good job. He's getting money. <laughs> I mean, well, okay, so the stock plunged 35% last year, but still, he's going to get 800,000 of those shares, apparently. Uh, his stock has a, a stock options have an exercise price of $32 per share, um, which was the closing price of Yahoo stock on February 26th when he was given these 800,000 shares. So uh, he's underwater right now. If he sells them, he, he, he wouldn't make any money. Um, well, I don't know if he could, I mean, it would be harder to sell them. Because, you know, he, they have a value more of what would go with it. But, you know, I'm sure it'll come up. I'm sure Panama will make it all better. So hang in there. Philip Lenson over Google Blogoscope does the unofficial Google censorship fact where he basically focuses mainly on China, 
talks about what Google's doing in China. A lot of this stuff has all been reported before, but it's nice to have a nice, big, huge, giant list. He also points out some of the censorship that Google does outside of China. He's very, very fixated on Google. There are definitely some asides in there saying that, well, other search engines do these sorts of things and sometimes more. But, you know, I think everybody was kind of disappointed that Google did the whole – a lot of people were disappointed that Google did the whole China thing when, you know, you weren't going to be evil and you were going to be different and you were going to be Ben and Jerry of search and now you're like, you know, you know, lever of search and – Oh, speaking of which, I got some Ben and Jerry in the ice cream in the refrigerator. I might have some after dinner. Mm, fish food, fish food. Mm. All right. Beeb, the Beeb, which is what those of us that pay for the BBC here in the UK call the BBC. Uh, they're going to have three new channels come out on YouTube. You'll be able to uh, see the BBC channel, which will have little clips and trailers. Then there'll be BBC Worldwide, three to six minute long clips, uh, small prop programs, things off of, say, Top Gear. Dave, you watch Top Gear? Yeah. Did you watch it? Have you did you watch it last night when they made the stretch limousines out of other cars? Yeah. Wasn't that great? Watch it. I'm an avid watcher of it. Well, I've never watched it before, and you know our oldest son has gotten into it now, and so now I'm going in there and I'm watching. Did you watch when they tried to put the Morris Minor and they made it into like a space shuttle? Yeah. No, no, it wasn't Morris Man. It was uh, Robin Reliant. It was a Robin Reliant, a, a three-wheeled car. It's really yeah. tiny, small, and they they literally built something that looked like a space shuttle and shot it. I thought it would almost make it, but then it failed to decouple. Yeah, it, it, yeah. And then of course, of course, Dave, as I'm watching all this, I'm going, "How much of my license fee is going on them building that thing?" But it's awesome. I know it was. They've built um, cars that had to go from like A to B, and then through a lake. I know. Um, and James May built a sailing boat with a big mask on it and couldn't get under any low bridges and stuff like this. <laughs> I know. It, it, it was really good. And they had, and the reason I mentioned all this, because they had this clip recently, they had that show, you must have seen it, where they had to go to Florida. I'll bring this back to search, I promise you. They had to go to Florida. They bought used cars, because the idea was, could we buy cars cheaper than we'd rent them? And they had to drive them out to uh, Louisiana. Oh, it was hilarious. And I want people to be able to see that, but of course, how can I let them see the clips? So now the new channels may help that. Although, controversy, because these channels, some of them will have ads. And the BBC is going, well, you know, it's not like we can't put ads on things. We run magazines with ads, so what's wrong with us putting ads in video? I don't know, because like maybe you don't put ads on your video in the UK because it's like illegal for you to do that. That's why we pay the license fees, and you're supposed to be independent of those sorts of ad types of things. And on the other hand, I'm thinking... So how much is doing this whole BBC stuff so the whole world can see what I paid for costing me again? You know, like 120 pounds a month, a year, whatever. Anyway, come on, don't we still love the BBC, don't we? Oh, yes. We have to, don't you? you nothing you can. You just either love it, hate it, but just pay for it. <laughs> yeah, any no way of getting away from it, you're going to pay or, for or it. Or you're ambivalent to it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Hey, uh, congratulations going out to... Um, to uh, Bill Hunt, Global Strategies, acquired by Ogilvy. Did you see that? Global Strategies International, Bill's company that's been going out there and getting people going off into uh, all sorts of non-U.S. markets and stuff like that. And uh, he's, you know, Bill's been a lot of stuff with IBM, and now, uh, now Global Strategies is going over to Ogilvy, so getting all absorbed. Speaking of with outside the U.S., Philip over at Google Blogoscope has uh, little uh, pictures of people reading Google magazines in Japan. They apparently have a bunch of different dedicated magazines, Google Earth magazine, Google magazine. Um, so, oh, interesting. Well, at least two magazines dedicated to Google. You can check that out there. 
had an earthquake out in California yesterday. I missed it. I missed it. Um, uh, but if I did miss it, if I had been out there, I could have done a search on Ask, and it would have told me where the earthquake happened. They have this really, really cool feature, and they demonstrated that on their blog. And then they poke fun at the Google pin, uh, where they show the Google pin um, being broken. Remember how they've been la- laughing about the Google pin and uh, running out of ink and that sort of stuff? Hey, let me tell you something, Ask. I have an inside source that tells me somebody at Google was using an Ask pin and literally did run out of ink. So you know, my, my last laugh might be coming back to you. We'll see. Anyway, so that's a nice little feature. Next time you feel an earthquake in California or, you know, really anywhere, you can go over there and do that search on Ask, and you should be able to find out um, where the earthquake happened. And finally, we come to the end of the show. And we thought we'd cap it off, you know, with uh, talking about the Google X Prize Gala. I'm really sad. I wanted to go out for this. I even had it on my calendar. I just didn't have an invite. Thank you very much. So everybody else did. Robin Williams did. Richard Branson did. The Google founders did. They had this big fundraiser at Google to raise money for the next X Prize thing to try to go out into space. Uh, everybody was there. Everybody was having a good time. You were able to like buy flights to go to. Um, you could buy a U.S. flag that was on the moon for 120,000. Uh, eight minutes of weightlessness in an airplane for 120,000. You could go over to Richard Branson's island, South Africa. So they had all this stuff. Had big party stuff going on with it from there. Um, San Jose Mercury News has a really nice slideshow going on in there. There's Robin Williams. Robin Williams, apparently whenever Google does something, Robin Williams has to show up. They have some kind of control over him. I don't quite understand how it works, but that's how it goes. And you can, uh, he apparently was really funny, um, took over from the auctioneer, who was apparently not that funny, started making jokes, and nobody can even remember them because they were laughing so hard. Um, we heard about how hard it is to attach the pig to the gas tank of a methane-powered car. <laughs> Oh, I wish somebody would post what happened out on uh, YouTube, but we'll have to wait in there. And then when they post it, it'll probably get pulled down as a copyright violation. <laughs> but anyway, so there they did. They raised money. We're going to space. We're having a good time. Methane is going to power pigs. That was a long show today. Sorry it was so long, but there was a lot of stuff going on, um, you know. And I guess I've run out of steam because I'm really hungry now, Dave. And it was good talking to you today. Yeah, well, it's always good to talk to you, Danny. And <laughs> I guess that's the end of the show. The Daily Searchcast is produced and sponsored by WebmasterRadio.fm, the destination for education and entertainment. Looking to boost your competitive edge, your bottom line, network with your peers? Then stay tuned into WebmasterRadio.fm, where you can listen live or in podcast format to our award-winning exclusive radio shows, hosted by the most respected names in the internet world. Friday, March 16th at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific. Join us for another WebmasterRadio.fm town hall meeting featuring RevenueDirect.com. That's the RevenueDirect.com town hall meeting. Friday, March 16th at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific. WebmasterRadio.fm, putting you in the front row with unprecedented access to everyone you need to know. Log in now.